Well, here, here we are, standing at the end of a year and the beginning of a year. Pretty amazing, isn't it? This year has gone by pretty quickly, hasn't it? And uh, here we stand. You know, the I think the Roman god that January is named after, Janus, is a face on both sides, has a face this way and a face on the back. It looks kind of weird. But the idea is that uh, we come to the end of a year, we're looking back over this past year, and we're looking forward to the year ahead of us. That's what I want us to think about today, and I'm calling my message, Remember and Forget. Remember and Forget. We, uh, we're called in the Bible to remember some things. We're also told to forget some things. The only problem is, I was telling Kathy this morning, uh, we have a tendency to forget the things we're supposed to remember, and remember the things we're supposed to forget. That's kind of weird, isn't it? But just uh, listen to this. For instance, Deuteronomy 5.15, God speaking through Moses to the children of Israel. He says, you shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. And the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. So he says, remember where you came from. Remember who brought you out. Remember what has been done for you. And then in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 2, and you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your hearts, whether you would keep his commandments or not. So we're to remember where we came from, but we're also to remember who walked with us along the way. And uh, for all of us here today, for me, for sure, I can look back and I see where God brought me from and how he saved me when I wasn't even looking for him. <clears throat> Isn't that amazing? The Bible says, who can find out God by searching? Nobody. We don't go looking for him. He comes looking for us. Jesus told about a little lamb that got lost one out of a hundred and it says in the shepherd <sighs> left the 99 safe but he came looking for that one and he searched for him until he found him he could have made a search, scanned the area, and said, well, he's not there. But he didn't do that. He sought him, and then he rescued him, and he brought him back. Laid him on his shoulders. I'm sure the little lamb had no idea what the party was all about. didn't really know that he was the reason for the party. But I tell you, there was a day when God brought you and there was a party in heaven. The Bible says that there is joy in heaven in the presence of the holy angels when one sinner comes to 
faith in Jesus. So we're to remember that. Remember where we were and who brought us out and who led us all these years step by step in our times of obedience and joy in our times of disobedience and sorrow he was with us all the way and there are some things that we think God remembers that actually God doesn't remember listen to this verse Psalm 25 verse 7 remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Just a great verse. Just someday I'm going to preach just on that one verse right there. God, don't remember the things I did before I was saved. And by the way, he doesn't. Aren't you glad? He says that he will remember our sins against us no more forever. But he says, remember me for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. And then there are some things we're to forget. The Apostle Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14, this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. There's some things now that have happened this past year that we wish hadn't happened. We've done some things, maybe. Maybe we've had some successes. We've done some good things, and we've done some things that weren't so good. But Right now, we are called to lay all that aside, forgetting those things that are behind and straining with all our might and energy and prayer and effort to press forward toward the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. All that was just kind of introductory. That's extra. I want you to listen to Psalm 40 this morning. And we're gonna, I'm going to read it. I want to ask you to stand just in honor of the Word of God as I read Psalm 40. This is to the choir master. It's a Psalm of David. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me, and he heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog. And he set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. Praise God. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray, after a lie you have multiplied and this is actually my text for the message you have multiplied O Lord O Lord my God you have multiplied your wondrous deeds and your thoughts toward us none can compare with you I will proclaim and tell of them yet they are more than can be told 
in sacrifice and offering you've not delighted, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offerings you have not required. Then I said, Behold, I have come in the scroll of the book. It is written of me. I delight to do your will. Oh, my God, your law is within my heart. I've told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. Behold, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. I hope you haven't hidden it either. As for you, O Lord, you will not restrain your mercy from me. Your steadfast love and your faithfulness will ever preserve me. For evils have surrounded me, encompassed me beyond number. And he's looking back and he says, I've, well, I've had a lot, of, a lot of bad things that have happened. And my iniquities have overtaken me. And I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head. My heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let those be put to shame and disappointed altogether who seek to snatch away my life. Let those be turned back and brought to dishonor who delight in my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who say to me, Aha, aha. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, Great is the Lord. As for me, I'm poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O my God. May God... Bless the reading of his word today. You may be seated. Now, I am in a quandary. I want to preach on every verse (laughs) in that. uh, But I'm going to try to limit it to verse 5, maybe some references to some of the other verses. Because as we stand and look back, what do we see in 2019? Think about it for a minute. What has this year been for you? For some of you, it's been a year of absolute joy and delight. It's been maybe the best year ever. But for others, it may have been the worst year. It may have been the hardest year. It may have brought more challenges, more failures, more sorrow, more grief than any other year. But for most of us, it's brought a mixture of both of those. And then we turn from looking back this way we look forward 2020 starting in three days what will this year hold for us it's a little scary sometimes it's uh, kind of daunting and sometimes shameful to look back and it's a little scary to look forward what will 2020 hold for us well I think I can say it will hold some challenges for us. It'll hold some joys and delights. Kathy asked me this morning, what, what's been the highlight of 2019 for you? 
And I thought, why do people ask me questions like that? <laughs> but I said, well, uh, one of our granddaughters got married. That was a delight. One of our granddaughters had a, had a baby. That was a delight. So, but I said, you know, and then she said, well, what about for you personally? She just wouldn't leave it alone. She just kept on pressing. What about you personally? And I said, well, honestly, the Sunday that I baptized three people in their 70s, that was the, that was the high point of my year to baptize with me in my 70s and to baptize three people at the same time who were all in their 70s. That's a rare event to take place, isn't it? So what will 2020 hold? Maybe I'll get to baptize somebody in their 80s. I don't know. But if we look back with just eyes of man... And we look forward with just eyes of sight and man. It could be shameful looking this way, and it could be scary looking that way. But the Bible says we don't look with eyes of man. We walk by faith, not by sight. So we look at the year past and the year coming with faith. And we say, you have multiplied, O oh Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts toward us. God has multiplied, the psalmist says, God, you have multiplied, you've just heaped up wondrous deeds and thoughts toward us. Think about the wondrous deeds. David sees the sins and the sorrows that are behind him. He says they're too numerous to count there in verse 12. But he says, but God, you have multiplied your wondrous deeds toward us. Wondrous deeds. This refers to the things that God has done. Things he did in creation and redemption. It refers in Psalm 106, the miracle of the exodus, that God, one of your wondrous deeds, you, you led our people out of bondage and in Psalm 139 he uses the same phrase to talk about how marvelously and wondrously we're made being formed in our mother's womb when nobody sees but God himself knitting and molding and putting us together he's multiplied to us many marvelous things think about it for a minute Think about this past year, your past. If you're in Christ, if you are a believer, if you have been born again, your past is not mainly a story of sin and sorrow. It's a story of the wonders of God who forgave our sin, erased them, totally obliterated them, laid them on Jesus when he died on the cross and like the scapegoat in the Old Testament, Jesus took them away never, ever, ever again to be brought up. So it's the wonders of God's grace and God's mercy.
Then consider the wonders of God that, that God has wrought in your past. Think, what has he done for you this past year? Maybe you look back and you say, well, I, I see sins in my life in 2019. Sins I'm ashamed of. David said, my iniquities have overtaken me, and I cannot see they're more than the hairs of my head. Maybe you look back over this past year and you see lots of choices that you made that you're ashamed of you wish you hadn't have made and you're suffering from some of the consequences of them and that's what you see when you look back but keep looking look a little harder if you belong to Jesus God has not withheld his mercy from you Psalm 40 verse 11 tells us he saw you in your sin and he bent his ear to you he inclined his ear to you and he rescued you. And he set your feet on a rock. Jesus is that rock. And he put a new song in your mouth. The song of praise to him. And I want to tell you, there is enough mercy in Jesus and the cross to wipe away every sin he says he inclined his ear to me that means the Hebrew there is to lean lean forward cupping the ear God's just waiting for a cry he's just waiting for you to say Jesus save me call upon him he's near he's listening He's cupped his ear. He's leaned his head over. And he's saying, just, just call. And whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Do you call on him even right now? Jesus, save me now. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 25. God is speaking through the prophet Isaiah. He says, I am the one who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Praise God. He said, you want to know who I am? I'm the one that just blots out sins, and I never remember them again. Maybe you think of your past and you don't remember, you're, you're not thinking about sins, you're thinking about your sorrows. Well, I tell you, some of you have had some heartbreaking experiences in 2019. You've walked through waters deep, maybe deeper than you've ever walked through. It's what David said, evils have encompassed me beyond number. My heart fails. You look back and you see sorrows. Some of you say, yes, I see deep sorrows. But keep looking. If you belong to Jesus, then God has drawn near to you in your time of great need. Can you testify to that?
when you walked through the waters that seemed like they were going to just sweep you away, Jesus was right there. And he said, I am with you. Lo, I am with you always. When the fire seemed like it was so hot you couldn't survive in it, you looked and found that there was another one in the fire with you. And you came through it by his grace and by his mercy. As we find ourselves remembering all the grief and sorrow and bitterness behind us, that's when we need to tell ourselves the truth. God has forgiven me. Christ has redeemed me. And the past is full of his wondrous deeds. But not only wondrous deeds, he says that you have multiplied your wondrous deeds and your merciful plans. So what did David see when he looked forward? You've multiplied your thoughts toward us. Psalm 40, verse 5. This word for thoughts is the same word that's translated plans in Jeremiah 29, 11, where he says, I know the plans that I have for you. When God multiplies his thoughts, his plans toward us, he is saying, I have some fresh wonders in 2020 for you. Just waiting for the proper time. God is eager to unfold new dimensions of grace and mercy and love and kindness every day in this new year. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 and 23 the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Our faithfulness is not always so great, is it? But aren't you thankful that his faithfulness never ends? The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Now, his plans may be quite different from your plans. And if you could know, you'd be very thankful for that. You'd be so grateful that his plans supersede your plans. And God's merciful plans are the ones that bring us to say, as verse 16 in Psalm 40 says, great is the Lord. So whatever else you see when you look ahead, see the mercies of God. You look back, you see the grace of God in forgiving your past. You look ahead, you see the mercies of God in planning your future. So what do you see when you look ahead to 2020? You see challenges? Yes. But see the God who is able to put a song in your mouth, a new song. My brother Roger writes songs. He, uh, he likes to write songs. And he's been given lots of good songs. I like to hear some of the songs he's written. But God wants to put a new song in your mouth. He wants to put a new song in my heart. He wants to put a new song in your heart. And when I look forward to 2020, I say, I want to see my feet 
on the rock and a new song in my heart, a song of praise to our God so that others will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. When you look ahead, do you see struggles? We'll also see the God who notices, hears, and takes thought of you. You see a lingering wreckage caused by your sins of the past. Then also see the God who never fails to preserve you with his steadfast love. So look back. You see his mercy, his grace. You look forward. You see his plans. So as we sit on the edge of a new year, we're hemmed in by the faithfulness of God. Behind us are his wondrous works. Ahead of us are his merciful plans. Let me just say that again. One or two of you didn't get it. When we look back, we see his wondrous deeds. When we look forward, we see his merciful plans. That just got me shouting almost this morning as I was thinking. I look back and say, God, I just see how you've worked so mightily in my life. You've brought me this far. Now I turn and look this way, and I say, I don't see it clearly, but I know it's there. Your merciful plans for me. That's what's in front of me. Both of them are marvelous, more than we can tell. We have such a God behind us and such a God before us. We talk about the omniscience of God and the omnipresence of God and the omnipotence of God. But I want to tell you something. God is not only everywhere, he's also every when. He sees all of our past, he's there. He sees all of our future, he's there. The God who's behind us and before us with such a God is that. We won't allow the past to condemn us and swallow us up, and we won't let the future worry us. They both belong to him, the past and the future. And I think if we were to see it clearly, we might want to sing the song, Be Still, My Soul. I want to read the words to you, and then later, we're actually going to sing this song, maybe while we're passing out the elements. Be still, my soul, the Lord is on thy side. Bear patiently the cross of grief or pain. Leave to thy God to order and provide. In every change, he faithful will remain. Be still, my soul, thy best, thy heavenly friend, through thorny ways leads to a joyful end. Be still, my soul, thy God doth undertake to guide the future as he has the past. Thy hope, thy confidence, let nothing shake, all now mysterious shall be bright at last. Be still, my soul. 
the waves and winds still know his voice who ruled them while he dwelt below. Be still, my soul. The hour is hastening on when we shall be forever with the Lord. When disappointment, grief, and fear are gone. Sorrow forgot, love's purest joys restored. Be still, my soul. When change and tears are past, all safe and blessed, we shall meet at last. Be still, my soul. When dearest friends depart, and all is darkened in the veil of tears, then shalt thou better know his love, his heart, who comes to soothe thy sorrow and thy fears. Be still, my soul, when change and tears are past, all safe and blessed, we shall meet at last. For those who are in Christ, every verse of that song resounds. And we're going to sing it together in just a little bit. But first of all, I want to just ask you, as you stand right here, glance back. Do you see your sin or do you see God's wondrous deeds? Do you see your grief and sorrow or do you see God's marvelous leadership and wise protection? And when you look ahead, do you tremble with fear and anxiety or do you say, I see his wondrous plans. Although I don't know yet what all they are, I know he has them out ahead of me. Marvelous deeds, wondrous plans surrounding us like parentheses in a sentence. God behind us, God before us, Jesus within us. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are the God who forgives our sins, changes our hearts, gives us a new heart, secures us and seals us by your spirit forever, and purposes to enjoy our presence with you forever and forever. And I pray for those who are here today who have not received that grace, who have not been touched by your Spirit. Holy Spirit of God, stir in the hearts of every person here their need for you and your sufficiency for that need. And I pray that your will will be done in our hearts today. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We invite you to like us on Facebook or visit our website, www.bearcreekbaptist.org. If you're not a member of another church, we would like to invite you to join us in person and get to know us and let us get to know you. Have a great week 
and may the Lord richly bless you.